Hello and welcome back to The Indie, the podcast from the newsroom of the Santa Barbara Independent. I'm your host, Alexandra Goldberg, and on today's episode, we're talking all things Santa Barbara International Film Festival. The 38th annual SBIFF was an 11-day-long cinematic escape. Now concluded, it took place from February 8th to the 18th at popular theaters in downtown Santa Barbara, drawing in Hollywood icons, talented filmmakers, and pursuing fans to the red carpet at the Arlington. Filmmakers in attendance represented 43 countries for a total of 200 films in the SBIFF program, and lively attendees packed the theaters for this staple Santa Barbara event, said the festival's programming director, Claudia Puig. I caught some of the buzz and was lucky enough to pull aside some talent on the red carpet. Being an actor, I love my job. There's nobody who loves doing her job more than me. And the progression is that we evolve as artists and we learn who we are and we do our work and try to change the world and leave our mark in the way we can. And that's what I'm trying to do. That was Jamie Lee Curtis, a Hollywood icon most known as a 70s scream queen in her role as Laurie Strode in Halloween and her legendary Golden Globe Award winning performance as Helen Tasker in the 1994 action film True Lies. Here at the festival, Curtis received the highest honor presented by SBIFF, the Malton Modern Master Award. The tribute is given to individuals who have enriched culture through their accomplishments in film. Past recipients have included Brad Pitt, Denzel Washington, Johnny Depp, Will Smith, and many other Hollywood icons. But now, Santa Barbara warmly congratulated Jamie Lee Curtis as the 2023 recipient who talked with me about the process of making art and leaving it to the audience to decide the impact it has. My impact is none of my business. It's like it's what other people take from what we do. You know, we don't know what effect we're going to have on people. It's just not what we do. We make art and we try to hope that people respond to it. I hope that people appreciate what I'm going for, that I'm trying to do it with some humor, trying to not take it all too seriously and have a lot of integrity about what I say and what I do and what I talk about and you know that's what I'm doing wonderful congratulations Thank again Thank you very much Curtis received the distinction for her performances as Laurie Strode in Halloween Ends and for her supporting role as the rough around the edges IRS agent in the 2022 sci-fi hit Everything Everywhere All at Once The film is about a family who is seemingly struggling with everything from a failing laundromat business to rocky family relationships. Michelle Yeoh, playing Evelyn Wang, discovers her ability to channel switch or hop between parallel universes in a multiverse world. And the film follows the action and the emotion of this journey. But Jamie Lee Curtis was joined by some other Everything Everywhere All at Once cast and crew at the festival who were recognized for their contributions in the film. 
I had a conversation with Ryan Lott, a composer with the group Sunlux, who won a Variety Artisans Award at SBIFF for the killer soundtrack in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh, music was an interesting puzzle for this uh, movie. It had to be a bunch of channel switching, you know? And all of those switches had to be elegant, but also instantaneous and make you feel a certain way right away. Thank you. Which is a difficult musical task, but it's made more difficult uh, when it all also also has to sound like one film and in, at the end of the day it has to do the thing that this movie does which is get right to your heart and you know it's so emotional it's such an emotional movie and so the direction we had from the Daniels was a, right out of the gate was a really was was the perfect one which is that ultimately we want this score to be emotional and to make you feel something and that was you know there's all the logistical tasks and the mechanics of getting it done but at the end of the day that was that was the one great what a complex movie and it was truly emotional so congratulations on the award and wonderful composition thank you now, if you watch the film Everything Everywhere All at Once, you would know that editing is essential to generating momentum through curating themes and mastering the special effects that are common in sci-fi films. Editor Paul Rogers said, although the film went into production right at the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, those themes of loneliness and isolation that the world was experiencing also played into the major themes of the film, too. A 2023 Oscar nominee, here he is at the SBIFF red carpet, receiving a Variety Artisans Award for editing. I mean, the most challenging part was that we started this during lockdown. Um, the week after we started editing, the world shut down. So just emotionally, it was that was the toughest part, being away from my directors and my collaborators. Um, but I think that those kind of feelings of loneliness and isolation, I'm sure, played into the film. It's such a big theme of the film. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, Dan and Daniel, the, the Daniels, the directors, were such incredible collaborators that it made it such a wonderful experience to, to be able to spend each day with them on Zoom or on the phone or whatever it was in a park at six feet away with a mask on talking about the movie. Um, so, yeah, so that was the most difficult part. Great. And a week after lockdown, that's... That's bad timing, to say the yeah. least. But what themes through editing would you say you tried to convey? I mean, loneliness, uh, the, the need for connection, the longing for connection with our family, uh, the, the kind of rejection and embrace of nihilism and cynicism. The embrace of nihilism as a, as a weapon against nihilism was a big one that we talked about a lot. Um, Films at the festival were chosen by a 16-person jury. I spoke to juror Angie Wang, who directed the 2017 film MDMA, right before Jamie Lee Curtis received her award that night. Well, you know, I think that we as a collective are kind of in the midst of this massive consciousness shift. And I, I just, I think the film at its very best can model a way through the dark. And that's what I'm hoping to do. <laughs> Great. Thank you. And what, what are you most excited for tonight and through the film festival? Well, you know, there's such great work out there. Um, I'm a juror this year, so um, I've been excited to kind of take a look at 
genres that I normally wouldn't explore. Um, and tonight, you know, I'm just, I'm here for Jamie Lee. She's amazing. Iconic, wonderful, and everything everywhere all at once. I'm just here to support her. Now, at the festival, there was tons of buzz around Kate Blanchett, who set a historic record this year for receiving the Outstanding Performer of the Year Award for the second time in her career. In 2014, Blanchett was given Outstanding Performer for her performance as Jasmine French in Blue Jasmine. This year, Blanchett was honored for her role as Lydia Tarr in the Focus Features film Tarr, where she plays a world-famous conductor who is accused of sexual abuse and, spoiler, becomes highly discredited in the music world. Director Todd Field was recognized at the festival for the Outstanding Directors of the Year Award, and I was able to chat with him about what he hopes the audience will take away from the film Tarr. I hope that there's a lively discussion and I hope they have very strong um, opinions about it. It's the kind of thing we built so that really it, it only exists um, with the audience and, um, and it, you know, that's when it's really alive. You know, the audience is a final filmmaker. Another major red carpet appearance was by Brendan Fraser, 2023 recipient of the American Riviera Award, given to an actor who made a significant contribution to American cinema. Frazier, who played Rick O'Connell in the blockbuster movie The Mummy, now received the American Riviera Award for his role of Charlie in the film The Whale. The Whale, directed by Darren Aronofsky, is a story about Charlie who is suffering with health problems as a result of his obesity and attempts to reconnect with his daughter. The prosthetics designer and makeup artist Adrian Moreau devised a new digital scanning process to create Charlie's prosthetics for the film, earning him an SBIFF Variety Artisans Award for makeup and hairstyling. So the the whale, I mean, amazing prosthetics, amazing makeup process. I must know your creative process. I know that there was some 3D scanning involved, some ice bags. So tell me about <laughs> the creative process. Uh, we started with, uh, it was the beginning of the pandemic. We didn't have access to, to Brandon uh, in the normal way that we normally deal with actors, so the actors normally come to our shop, we're going to do full body uh, molds and head casts, and we couldn't do that. Uh, it was like very uncertain times back then, we didn't know what to expect. We went with all 3D technology, we scanned in, we created all the prosthetics in the computer, uh, sculpting computer, 3D printed, and we created silicon prosthetics that we have never been done before, which is super exciting and very scary at the same time. What a jam-packed red carpet at the Santa Barbara International Film Festival, honoring some top cinematic trailblazers of the year. For more information about the 38th Annual Award Festival, visit independent.com for a comprehensive story list of what went down each night at the red carpet. Thank you for listening to The Indie, the podcast from the newsroom of the Santa Barbara Independent. I'm your host, Alexandra Goldberg, and we'll see you next.